0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Romans 8, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and for all that you've done. We're grateful for who you are and how you love us. And Father, I just lift up this day to you and this reading to you, and I just pray that you would be with us as we As we read your word, I pray your Holy Spirit would guide us that you would open our hearts and our minds and our spirit and help us to understand what it is you want us to take away from it, what our understanding needs to be. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us to love you with all that we are and that we can then love our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, I just pray you'd help us to to know what you want from us, that we would have this spiritual life that you want for us, this life of understanding of what's really available to us, instead of just being focused on the physical and the here and now. I just pray our eyes and our hearts and our spirits would be open to the possibilities of what it really means to live for you. So it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, you, you may remember that we ended up chapter 7. It talks about, you know, we. Uh, I'm just going to read 21 through the end of 7 just as a refresher. So, I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and So if we just ended it there, it'd be pretty, it'd almost be kind of depressing. At least it would be for me that, yeah, that I am a slave to the law of sin, wow. Um, But thankfully, there's verse one in chapter eight. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. So we have freedom from our sinful nature that was just talked about up above. Let's see. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. So really the law just showed us that we were sinful. And Christ came as that final offering. And so, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us. Who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit? Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the because of his Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body you will live For those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God the spirit who received does not make you slaves the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again rather the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry abba father The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are God's children, then we are heirs, heirs to God, and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Present suffering and future glory. Verse 18. I consider that present sufferings are not worth worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. In the creation of... his purpose for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified what then shall we say in response to these things if God is for us who can be against us Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. So a lot there, but the reality is that even if we're going through tough times, that you know, our suffering just is there for future glory. And we have life through the spirit. We don't have to succumb to the, to the sinful nature. We have the spiritual nature. And just as the father of that son, who was the prodigal's brother, was willing to give everything to that oldest son if he asked, it's the same with God who wants to give us all things we just have to be patient we have to be there and but we know all good all things we know that all in all things god works for the good of those who love him so and who can be against us no one it's a great chapter and i'm so thankful for it um i covered a lot of what the different preachers said and wrote about in the, um, in the write-up. But I do like what Tozer says about verse 16, where it says, The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. A.W. To- Tozer writes, One quality belonging to the Holy Spirit of great interest and importance to every seeking heart is penetra- pener- penetrability he can penetrate the mind he can penetrate another spirit such as the human spirit he can achieve complete penetration of and pe- complete penetration of an actual intermingling with the human spirit he can invade the human heart and make room for himself without expelling anything essentially human the integrity of the human personality remains unimpaired only moral ev- evil is forced to withdraw It's pretty amazing when you think about it, and it's tr- and it's true. He goes on to write, The metaphysical problem involved here can no more be avoided than it can be solved. How can one personality enter another? The candid reply would be simply that, We don't know. But a near approach to an understanding may be made by a simple analogy borrowed from the old devotional writers of several hundred years ago. We place a piece of iron in a fire and blow blow up the coals. At first, we have two distinct substances, iron and fire. When we insert the iron in the fire, we achieve the penetration of the iron, and we have not only the iron in the fire, but the fire is in the iron as well. They are two two distinct substances, but they have commingled and interpenetrated to a point where the two have become one. In some such manner does the Holy Spirit penetrate our spirits. In the whole experience, our We remain our very selves. There is no destruction of substance. Each remains a separate being as before. The difference is that now the spirit penetrates and fills our personalities and we we are experientially one with God. So the reality is is when our spiritual spiritual selves combine with God's, we still maintain our personality and who we are, but we also then take on God's spirit. And that's an amazing event. So with that, let's go to God in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your spirit who lives in us. And I just thank you for loving us and for the ability to call you Abba. The fact that we can call you Daddy, Father, is amazing that we've been adopted into your family. And Lord, I just pray that we would understand the true value and power of that. Because being your child, some of us have heard that all our lives or most of our lives as we've grown up and we don't always understand the value of it. So Father, I just pray you'd help us to understand truly what it means to be your children, to be in your family, to be co-heirs with Christ, to be brothers and sisters of Christ. I just lift up this time, Lord, to you and pray for your guidance, your healing, and your power. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.